for his saving grace and power. Yes, and um, today, I'm going to get right into my message. Um, my message is entitled, The Power of the Gospel. Right. How many know that we need the gospel today Amen. more than I think at any other time in history? Amen. I believe that we are at a pivotal point right now in the world where the gospel is being silenced, is being muted. At a time when people really, really, really need it, whether they know it or not. Amen? In, um, in America, there are 240 million proclaimed Christians today. Um, that's about 65% of the population. When I say proclaimed, that means there are some anomalies in there. Mm -hmm. There are some people who claim Christianity um, who maybe aren't, you know, really uh, Christians. You know, they don't follow the tenets of the Christian scripture. Mm -hmm. um, there are people who are Christians and they are churchgoers. Amen. Mm -hmm. And when I say churchgoers, they just go to church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, there are Christians who uh, don't go to church, amen, amen. and uh, who, who have a very limited uh, view on Christianity and their role in it, amen. Yeah. Um, in America, the fastest growing religious sect is Mormonism, Mormonism, and if you know anything about Mormonism, uh, they claim to be Christians. And they can really come off as some good Christians. Mm -hmm. I've met some personally. I know some. And I love them. Mm -hmm. uh, they can be the nicest people in the world. But when you dig into the, the foundation of their beliefs, that's where, you know, that's where the problems arise. Amen. Uh, how they view Jesus, who they view uh, him to be. That's where the problems yeah. arise. And they'll try to tell you, no, it's not this, it's not that, you know. Um, but, we, you know, as Christians, we have a mandate to know the word of God. Yeah. Amen. We have a mandate to be able to give an answer. Yeah. The problem with the church today is that many of us are so illiterate uh -huh. when it comes to the word of God uh -huh. that we cannot even dispute the things that are being said against what we say we believe, amen? I see it all the time and it vexes me, it vexes me and I try to stay away from arguing with people, especially online because that's, people are just, uh, I think people just wait in the shadows so they can just attack something. And when you, when you, I, you know, I see different people debating and things and the thing about online is that people can say whatever. And you can take it just how they wrote it. You can take it how you perceive it. But um, I, for myself, I'd rather have a face-to-face -face yeah. or an ear-to-ear so that we can get an understanding. Not that you're just shooting out things that you see and you know and you, you, know, you have this fact and this fact. But I want to hear from you and I want you to be able to hear from me. There's an area of Christianity called um, uh, apologetics. And I never really liked apologetics. I was like, well, I didn't, I wasn't interested in it. It was something I was like, I let, you know, Bible scholars and stuff deal with that. How many know that the Bible commands us to be ready to have a word? Mm -hmm. We're supposed to be contenders for the faith. Yes. What does that mean? That means we have to, when we see people saying crazy stuff about our Lord and our God, our Savior, 
we're supposed to be able with love, mm-hmm. but we're supposed to be able to defend the faith. Yes. We're yes. supposed to be able to cut down the lies and the deceit and the misguidings that are out there. Amen. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, truthfully, we're not prepared. Uh-huh. And one of the reasons I feel like, and this, you know, some of this, I'll let you know when it's just me, okay? <laughs> uh, it, when, for me, one of my one of my groanings, I guess, or the scratching on the chalkboard is a lot of the ministry that is going on or the, the words that are going on or the messages and sermons, they're very watered down. Mm-hmm. They're very basic. It's milk all the time. Mm-hmm. And there's no meat to what's being put out there. Yeah. And the masses are just drinking milk. Mm-hmm. Some of them are sipping it. They're not even gulping the milk. I have a, a newborn baby. She she only wants milk. I'm trying to move her up to solid food, and she's not ready for it. She don't want it. She just want milk, milk, milk. And then she wanted a certain way, Lord, help us. Yeah. But that's how we are. That's how the society is. We want to, to be fed the very basic. We don't want to deal or chew on the things that, the real things that are going to cause us to grow, grow are going to challenge us, are going to, to make us look at ourselves and look at where we fit in, how God sees us, what he wants from us. It's going to cause us to do work. And we don't want that. We just want the milk. And I get tired of seeing, and this is me again, I'm just saying, some of you, you know, you can listen to certain people and they can bless you, and that's good. For me, if I don't see any meat being served at that table, yeah. I'm saying as far as a sermon or anything that, that is being put out on the mm-hmm. airwaves, mm-hmm. it is distasteful to me. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't need to be told about my haters. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be constantly reminded that I have them. Mm-hmm. I'm not even concerned about my hatreds. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. I don't even know. I can't even tell you if I have them or not. I, I really don't trip off of that. Yeah. Right. I know that there's an ultimate hater. Right. And he ain't somebody who just um, mad because I got a new car. Mad because he hates my very yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. He hates me. He hates everything about me. He hates everybody connected to me. He hates my children. He hates my mother. He hates all of us. Amen. He hates my Savior. That is the only hater that concerns me. So I don't need those messages to pump me up and make me feel like, oh, God's going to, you know, show them. I don't need God to show the haters that he has favored me. I don't need that. I need for the ultimate hater to be put under my foot. Amen. I need for him to be defeated. I am tired of the mess that is going on in our streets and our communities and our neighborhoods and our families. Amen. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of seeing all the murders. I'm tired of seeing all the child abuse, neglect, the sexual deviancy that's going on. I am tired of seeing it. I'm tired of seeing people saying that they don't believe in God. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of people saying that blackness is what we should be uh, upholding Mm -hmm. and believing in. I'm 
people substituting everything else for God and for yes. Jesus and his saving grace. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of it. Yes, Lord. I'm tired of going to funerals and reading obituaries and seeing that somebody gave their life to Christ at an early age. Yes. And that's all that can be said yes, on that. Jesus. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. I'm not saying it's bad to give your life at an early age. Yes. I did too. Yes. And I strayed away. Yes. But thank God I came back. Thank We're not God. seeing people that are saying they're cunt, they've come back. People are living any kind of way. Yes. And what we do is we print out obituaries and we put them in heaven. Jesus. How many know it does not work like that? We can't put anybody in heaven or hell. We can't. But it is God who determines. And how do we know? Because we live in a time where it says, you know, everybody, don't judge me. You can't judge me. You can't judge me. Don't judge me. There's only one judge. Well, actually, people don't even want him to judge. We live in a time where people don't want to be told how to do anything. We live in a time when people believe they can live their best life no matter what. I, I, I posted before, I said, if, if you feel like this is your best life, this is going to be your best life. But for me and for believers, for us, our best life is not here. This world is not our home, amen? Down here, we're going to be persecuted. We're going to go through troubles and trials. But it is a life that is to come that we look forward to, amen? That is my best life. That's the life when I don't have to feel aches and pains. I'm not going to cry no more. I will be in the uh, presence of the Lord. It will be beauty everywhere. I don't have to see sickness and dying and death. I don't have to see evilness. That's the best life. So I'm not living it now. I live an okay life. I live the life that God has given me. I'm blessed. I have my my beautiful children. Yeah. I have my husband. I have my family. I yeah. have friends. I, I have a, a, a good life. Amen. Amen. But that's not my best. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So, one of the reasons why Mormonism is the fastest growing sect is because they are serious about evangelism. Uh -huh. Serious. Yeah. They dress up really nice and they come out and they speak to you really nice. They're very just really nice people. Mm -hmm. Amen? Mm -hmm. uh, some years ago, I, I confronted some. Uh -huh. And I had to go and do my homework and, and look at their history before I talked to them. Uh -huh. And when I was able to talk to them, I was able to shake them up uh -huh. in what they were saying. Because they were trying to, to, you know, they felt like they were leading us and letting us know that, you know, we're like you all. But see, this is why we believe what we believe. Uh -huh. And I had to say, you know, that's all well and good, but the problem is, uh -huh. I see my my Bible in your Bible. Uh -huh. um, this man who created your Bible, your your uh, book that you all uh, read out of, right. he uh, he was the only one who got it. He had to hide behind a glass, uh, a, a curtain. And, you know, use these special stones to try. It, it, it's so fantastical. Mm -hmm. 
that uh, it's hard for me to believe that educated people believe this uh, Mormonism. I'm sorry. But I know some educated people that do. But uh, one thing that stood out to me about it, and I'm going to move on from it, is that this, uh, this man, John Smith, that started it, he was uh, living in the 1800s. But he was transcribing or writing uh, the Book of Mormon in uh, using King James language, which was 200 years before, the 1600s. And I don't know about you all, but when the Lord speaks to me, he doesn't speak to me in thee, thou, thus. Amen? Amen. How many know the Lord knows how to update the language? He knows every language and he knows how to update it. But I've seen, uh, you know, the Book of Mormon with all this thee, thou, and thus, like it was 200 years before, in the 1600s. I just asked them to explain that to me. They couldn't. Okay? So when you talk about apologetics, when you talk about having a defense for your word, we have we have to be educated. We have to be able to say, okay, uh, why is this like this? But my Bible says this. We always have to bring it back to the word, what the word of God says. Yeah. My Bible says this. And this is the authority that I stand on point blank, period, point blank. Amen? So we can't even, you know, we can't even debate if you're going to try to, you know, go around the Bible because my answers are always going to come back to the Bible. Amen? They're going to always stand there. But Mormonism is something that is growing. It's a sect that's growing. We need to be prepared to answer them and and have a heart to bring them out. Amen? And that's what this is all about, having a heart to bring people out of where they are. And not uh, just condemning them and letting them stay where they are, man. Um, but the fastest growing religion in America, you'd be surprised. It's the unaffiliated. It's the non-religion. It's nothingness. And they're saying that the 35-year-old and under, they call them millennials, are the fastest growing. They're the ones who really make up this population of nothingness, of people who say, I don't have any religion. I don't, I'm more spiritual, or I believe in a, a moral justice. Amen? Where do we get our morals from? Don't our morals come from the Ten Commandments initially? They come from God. But people want to, to look over that. And say that they themselves know what is right and what is wrong. And they can determine that. How many know that that is too fluid? That's based on what you think, what this person thinks, what what we can generally accept, amen? How many know we as Christians have to bring them back to the word of God? We have to say our morals, our values in society, no matter how society changes, they stay the same because God stays the same. He's the one who authored how the world is supposed to be, how, uh, who's supposed to be male, who's supposed to be female, what marriage is, amen? He's the one who mandates that. Man cannot change that. We can do it all day in our society, but when it, it comes down to it, God has the final say so. 
what in the world is going on. The majority of teenagers are incredibly inarticulate about their faith, religious beliefs and practices, and its place in their lives. Teenagers, y'all hear me? Got a few out there, a couple? They can't answer to it, the majority. The de facto dominant religion amongst contemporary U.S. teenagers is what they call moralistic, therapeutic deism. Doesn't that sound very relaxing? <laughs> Let me say it again. Moralistic, therapeutic deism. A God exists who created and orders the world and watches over human life on earth. God wants people to be good, nice, and fair to each other. As taught in the Bible and by most world religions, the central goal of life is to be happy and to feel good about oneself. God does not need to be particularly involved in one's life except when God is needed to resolve a problem. And good people go to heaven when they die. That is the gist. How many people really know that this is what people believe? I'm not making this up. I'm not getting this from me. People really believe this. And they determine what's good. Who's good? How many know that the Bible says our righteousness is as filthy rags? Amen. There is no, no not good, no, not one. Amen? We can't good our way to heaven. We can't do it. What can be done? Well, we need to preach the gospel more. I told you, I, 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 you know, I hear messages and they're about your haters and then they're about uh, the favor of God being on you, which is good. The favor of God is good. Um, uh, uh, this morning, uh, a man was on and he's very, very passionate about, you know, right thinking and how right thinking is so important. And how you need to have a 40-day fast from wrong things. <laughs> and, and that's good in its place. That's, you know how you can get served a meal and you get, you know, you get the, the gist of the meal. You, you might have the main dish, you know, you might have that, that steak. And then you'll have some potatoes, then you'll have some, some green beans or something. I mean, those things are good to make up, but they, they are part of the meal. They're not the whole. Right. Amen? Amen? They're not the whole. The whole is the gospel. Yeah. That meat and potatoes is the gospel. Yeah. That's what we need to make sure that we are, uh, when, when we're teaching, when we're hearing the word, we need to be listening for Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. We need to be listening for God, it, all things should point northward, amen? Yeah. All things, you know, a lot of the, the, the what's being taught today is so about promoting humanity, promoting ourselves. Yeah. We are good. We are strong. We can rise up. How many know it is the power of God that enables us to be good? To rise up, yes. to overcome. Amen? Yes, it is the power of God. But a lot of times that's not what we're hearing. So people can listen to that. And if they are not of the house of faith, if they're not Christians, if they're not active Christians, I'm talking about Christians who actually read their Bible and have a prayer life and that kind of 
they can feel okay in that. Yes. And they can uh, feel comfortable in that, not realizing that there's so much more. There's a salvation to walk out. Right. And a salvation that requires power yes. to do yes. it. Yes. People who have been saved for a long time, I know you all can attest with me, it takes power to live a Christian life. Yes. It is not easy living a Christian life. Because the thing that I will want to do, if I'm living my life right, I have to curb that and do what God wants me to do. The way I would react, I have to pull back and say, how would God want me to react? And that is, it is a constant struggle between the spirit and the flesh, constantly. That's what the Christian walk is. And it takes power to get you to the point where you're navigating through that. And you're not getting stuck just in the flesh and what the flesh wants to do.
this new crazy thing that these people are talking about. Yeah. How can you do it? So he said he was not ashamed. The times were tumultuous. Yeah. You're talking about dying for what you believe in? Uh -huh. People were dying for the Christian faith. Yes, Amen? Um, Rome was polytheistic. So that means that the Romans, they were okay with the different religions. They tolerated it. Right. As long as you also worship the emperor. Uh -huh. Now the Jews were not going to worship the emperor. Because uh -huh. they're monotheistic. They believed in worshiping the one true God. Uh -huh. And the Christians weren't either. Uh -huh. We are not to worship man. Yeah. We worship God. Amen? Yeah. Amen. So it was, a, a, it was a big thing to, um, to, to stand on this Christian faith. His whole reputation had rested on Judaism. Now his reputation is resting on this uh, gospel that he's preaching to uh, Gentiles and to other Jews. Amen? Amen. He preached it boldly. Yes. He preached it openly. Yes. He preached it consistently. Yes. And he preached it fervently. Yes. Yes. He's not ashamed for the gospel of Christ because it is the power... The, the, the power of God is, is what's so um, needful today. It's so needful when we are uh, talking about praying for the, the unsaved. Mm -hmm. yeah. When I see that someone has passed away, or when I, I always hope, you know, Lord, I, I hope that they had their life right with you. Yeah. When I see that somebody is sick, somebody says, pray for me. I want deliverance, so I, I found out I have cancer. I have a, a high school friend that just found out she had cancer. And, I, you know, I'll say, you know, I'm praying for you. Yeah. But, you know, my prayers are always rooted in salvation. Mm -hmm. I pray for salvation for yes. the soul. Yes. Because, you know, sicknesses can come. Uh -huh. They can go or they can stay. Yes. But the soul is what's important. Mm -hmm. yeah. What happens to the soul when you leave here? Mm -hmm. All of us have one destiny. Uh -huh. And we all have to leave. That's one thing for sure. Yeah. We all are going to leave. Yeah. Now where our souls go determines how we live out this life down here. Right. So yeah, you can get healed from your illness. But if it's, it's just a healing and you're better and you don't give your life to Christ, then what? So I feel, for me, it's a mandate for me to pray for people's soul salvation. All right. I can pray for your healing, but I also pray for soul salvation because my ultimate desire is that you know God for yourself. And yes. whenever you go to meet him, because we all will, that yes. you are ready. Amen. Yes, amen. Yes, Lord. The purpose of the power is to extend salvation to those who believe. Extend salvation to those who believe. You know, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Power to those who will believe. Yes. How many can remember when, you know, some of you have been saved for a while. How, can, how many can remember your point of salvation, that point when you said, God, I'm surrendering. God, I surrender. Yes. I give up. Yes. I give up my desires, my wants. I give up my lifestyle. I give up who I was, God, and all I want is you. Well. All I want is you, is you to move in my life. Yes. How many remember that? All right. I remember. And I'm one of the hard-headed ones. I had to, I had to be brought 
down to, you know, my lowest in order to hear from God. And sometimes that's what needs to happen. And if it needs to happen for loved ones and, and the unsaved around me, I'm like, Lord, let it happen. Yeah. Whatever you have to do, oh God, yeah. to get their attention, oh God, yeah. whatever you have to do to save their souls, yeah. oh God, do it, oh God. Yeah. Do it, oh God. Yeah. Stop stop praying, you know, for people and just the little pity prayers, putting the little band-aid on the little boo-boos. Yeah. Let's get in God's face about yeah. our loved oh, one. I do not want to bury a loved one and, and have to just say they gave their life to Christ at an early age. Yes, Lord. I want to be. I want to shout at some funerals. Amen. Yes, Lord. I want to be uh, joyful at some funerals. Yes, Amen. Yes. Knowing that they are going yes. where I plan to be. Amen. Knowing that absent from the body is yes. present with the Lord. Yes. I want to be happy. I yes. want people to say, "You just came from a funeral. You look so." Bring up their spit and spit on the dog. 
Jesus. I don't like to be accused of anything I didn't do. Yes, Lord. I did not take that last piece of pie. Yes. That was not me. Yes. Somebody else did. Don't tell, tell me I took it. I didn't take it. Yes. We can get mad about that. Yes. How about being accused of things that you uh, you had no, you, you had, you know, it wasn't, Jesus was accused of being a, a devil. Yes. He was accused of being a blasphemer. Yes. He was accused of so many things. Yes. And he took that all on. Yes. He took that all on. Uh -huh. Because he had you and me in mind. Yes, Lord. That is the gospel. That he, 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 he was born from a virgin. Yes. He walked this earth. He preached a ministry. He delivered. He healed. Yes. He taught. Yes. He was brutalized. Yes. He was murdered. Yes. He was buried. Yes, he rose again yes. in yes. all power. Yes. In all power. Yes. When I die now, and I always tell my sons this, don't clown at my funeral. Yes. Don't clown and y'all want to see my oldest son, he probably gonna clown anyway. Jesus. Don't clown at my funeral. Yeah. Make sure that you see me again yeah. where I will be. Yeah. Yeah. Make your appointment to see me again. Yeah. That's the best thing you Amen. can do for me as a mother, as a sister, as a friend. I want to see you again. Amen. And I want to see you in heaven. Yeah. With Because I was not 
I needed milk. Uh-huh. Well, I needed to be. God wanted to, to, to do something in me, and he wanted to do a quick work. Uh-huh. He didn't want to do something where, you know, I've grown up in the church. Uh-huh. I've been served milk. I drank milk. Yes. And milk just makes me comfortable. Uh-huh. I, you, God wanted me to move and to grow. Uh-huh. Because I have work to do, amen? Yes, Lord. You have work to do. Yes. You need the meat. Amen. So that's one of the things that really stood out and really uh, one of the things that compelled me to come back. Yes. Compelled me to come back and then become to become hungry for the word of God again. Mm-hmm. Where I began to open up the Bible and read scripture and it would literally jump out at me off, off the pages like neon yes. lights. Yes. And I ate it up. Mm-hmm. The word of God was so good to me. Yes. And the word of God was so convicting to me. Yes. But God, I mean, anybody else know what I'm talking about when yes. the word of God convicts oh, yeah. you? Yes. Yes. I mean, convicts you in a way you can like, Lord, man. Lord, yes. I <laughs>
ability to perform. Uh-huh. Man? Yeah. The ability to perform. Yeah. The Greek word ex- excusia, uh-huh. excusia right. is the delegated authority uh-huh. given by like a superior or uh, to a lesser person or a person of lesser rank. So a delegated authority. Yes, and then there's iscus, which is bodily strength, and kratos it speaks to bodily strength. Right. How many know that it, it, with, with the commission that we've been given to preach the gospel uh-huh. to everyone, right. we've been given delegated authority? Yes. Amen? Amen. Amen. Delegated from our superior, who is yes. Jesus Christ, Amen. our Lord and Savior. Yes. And and we've been given the dunamis, dunamis, the power, the ability to do it, to the ability to carry it out, the ability to spread the gospel to the ends of the earth, to everybody you meet. You know, I never wanted to be a Christian sanctified woman. That's who my mother was. I did not like to be called Sister Towns, but I was Sister Towns, but that's who my mother was. My mother was a long skirt wearing woman, young woman. She she never had no man. She cried every time we was in church. She shouted funny. Everything was about God and Jesus. We stayed in church all the time. Tell it. She witnessed to people. Tell it. I could tell people they wanted they wanted her to stop talking. This is just me as a child. I'm talking about a young child. My aunts know this because they were they were there too. They were a little cool enough because they were younger. But I didn't want to be the sanctified woman. Church. Yeah. My aunts are still in the church. Yeah. My aunts are still believers. Yeah. What a 
wants to make one prosperous, so be it. We need to let people know that there is a God who loves us so much. He loves us in our mess. Yes. He loves us on our worst day. Yes. He wants us to be his. Right. He loves us so much he will stalk us and make us his. Yes. He loves us with an everlasting love. Yes. He loves us with a sacrificial love. Yes. He loves us so much he said, I'm going to come down. I'm going to allow men to treat me all, uh, you know, the most degrading of ways. Yeah. I'm going to give my life, uh -huh. but I will get up in power yes. so that my children know right. that you have the power to overcome sin and death. Amen. Right. Amen. Yes, yes. yes. Thank you, Jesus. I'm, uh, I'm wrapping up. The gospel is found in some of the following scriptures. Uh -huh. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Yes. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. Uh -huh. And by his wounds we are healed. That's Isaiah 53 and 5. All right. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son yeah. that whoever believes in him should not perish uh -huh. but should have everlasting life. That's John 3.16. Through Jesus, the forgiveness of sin is proclaimed to you. Through him, everyone who believes is justified from everything. You could not be justified from the law of Moses. That's in Acts 13, 38 through 39. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners. While we were still God haters. While we were still good on our own. Mm -hmm. right. When we were still doing our own thing. Yes. When we were still not needing him. Yes. Christ died for our sins. Yes, yes Lord. Yes, Lord. That's right. Romans 5 and 8. Uh -huh. That comes against all of us who only love those who love us. Uh -huh. That's easy. Jesus said that's easy. Only love those who love you. Yes. Love those who hate you. Yes, Lord. That's. That, that's power in that. Yes. That's how you show who you belong yes. to when you can yes. love those who hate you. Yes. And Jesus did it for us. That's why he commands us to do it as well. God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. All of our sin. And just think of the worst things that are out here now. All that wrapped up in one big messy block yeah. and he made that to, to be upon his son yes. and put that up on the cross but it's ours, it's not his yeah. it's ours, yes. our sin my covetousness, mm -hmm. my judgmental attitude well. my hatefulness of people well. all that thrown up there mm -hmm. my dark sins I don't want to tell y'all about <laughs> <laughs> thrown up there yeah on somebody who, who is sinless. So that we can be the righteousness of God in him. That we might become the righteousness of God in him. I can only say I'm righteous because of Christ. I can't call myself righteous on my own. I'm not. But because of Christ, God sees me through the eyes of his son. He sees me. He sees his son. He's not really seeing me, but he's seeing the world.
work of his son through me. Amen. That's what justifies me. The gospel saves lives. Why aren't we about saving lives? We need to be about saving lives, Christians. Saints. People are dying every day. And a lot of our young people, it's like it's nothing for them to die. Because it, it, 
said he made a pact with the devil where he sold his soul. And the son of Sam was actually a dog that spoke to him. Demons are real, y'all. Yes, and, and he said that he didn't have any expectation for his life. He didn't care about his life, anybody else. He, so he would, uh, he, he said there was a cult of them. There were several. Um, but that they, they just decided to, to do the devil's work and kill people. Kill people. He said that when he got locked up, he was given six life sentences. He pleaded guilty. He got six life sentences. He's in jail, and he's going about his business. There's an inmate who came up to him and began talking to him and began to share the word of God with him and gave him a Bible. He said a Gideon Bible. And one night he began to read it. And things began to speak to him. And, the, you know, the word of God began to speak to him. And he had to get on his knees and cry out to God and ask for forgiveness. He's up for parole every two years because that's how they do it in New York. And sometimes he doesn't even show up because he said he is where he should be. He did hang his crime. How many can say I'm guilty as charged? He's not the only one. I'm guilty as charged. He said I don't need to be out. I need to be right where I am. I, I hurt people. I can never give those families back what I took. But how many know the power? The power of God can, can, can go beyond the walls of a prison? Can change the mind of a serial killer? A demon-possessed man? Can reach his soul and rejuvenate him? Can breathe new life into him? Now he's working as a, a chaplain assistant? So he's bringing others to the knowledge of Christ. Mm -hmm. What are we doing, church? Lord, this was a yes. serial killer. Yes. I'm pretty sure nobody else in here has been killing people.
mean to give it, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm trying not to give it away. But this young lady, she she uh, was from Earth, but she's on another planet, and she's thinking she's one of the people on this other planet, uh -huh. and they keep trying to keep her from uh, using her powers. They're saying, you know, the powers that you, you know, you have, that you know, you can't use them. So she has this mentor who's trying to teach her and help her to harness in her yeah. powers and all this and that. And then as the story goes on, she begins to discover that she gets separated from them. Uh -huh. And she begins to discover, hold up, y'all been telling me lies. Preach. What you've been telling me is not true. Uh -huh. I'm not who you say I am. Uh -huh. All right. I'm an earthling. I'm, I'm, I'm one of them. Yeah. And then she discovers, hold up, these powers you've been telling me not to use. Uh -huh. Pew, 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 pew. I've been able to do some things. Uh -huh. Amen? Amen. And then near the end, as the battle ensues, and then another uh, entity, space entity, um, comes in and they're going to start, uh, they're trying to take take Earth out. Because uh -huh. they say, Earth, your time is up. You're just some little planet uh, right. somewhere. Right. So, And it's funny how these superhero movies, they never talk about God. God is nowhere in the picture. Mm -hmm. There's no Jesus and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I see that. I know what they're trying to say. Mm -hmm. I know that they're trying to say in humans, we have this awesome ability to rise above and all that. I get that. Mm -hmm. But how do you know God was, telling, was dealing me with something else? Mm -hmm. He was giving me something great. Uh -huh. So this other entity said, we're about to take Earth out. And she gets zapped with, uh, you know, hit with something powerful. And she's falling. Because uh -huh. she converted over to the right side. She felt she turned her back on the ones who were lying to her and using her right. and trying to harness her powers. And she's falling. Uh -huh. And at this point in the movie, I'm sitting up in my seat because she's falling. And she's like, you know, almost like this is it. Uh -huh. And she's falling. I'm like, girl, you better wake up. You better do something. <laughs> and then, it, but in her mind, it begins to show her memories. Yeah. Her memories of getting knocked down as a child when she was a uh, plane. Getting knocked down when she tried to do a sport. Getting knocked down over and over again. And it, what it showed was not only her getting knocked down, but her standing back up again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Standing back up again each time. Yes. Standing back up again each time. Yes. That resonated with her so. Uh -huh. Her whole costume changed. Uh -huh. She became, you know, just illuminated with power. Uh -huh. She began to fight this spatial, uh, these spatial enemies to the point. They said, who is that defending Earth? The, uh, Earth don't have those type of military defenses. Uh -huh. They said, that's her. All right. All right. That's, that's her doing it. Right. Yeah. She's defending Earth. Uh -huh. They said, let us go.
won't you say, God, I accept your gift of Jesus. salvation? Yes, Lord. I thank you for taking all of my sins, all of my unrighteousness on yourself. You didn't have to do that, but you have me in mind. You have my children in mind. You have my family in mind. All that I can do is, all I can do is give my life to you. I can't even thank you enough. I can't even praise you enough for what you've done. Amen. Can we bow our heads? Father God, Father God, you know. You know. You know. You know. Yes, Lord. You know what was born out of this word that you gave Yes, Lord. You know um, the trials, Thank the tests, yes. the distractions. Yes. But you loved us enough. Oh, Lord. You loved us enough. Yes, Jesus. To bring the word forth, oh God. Thank you, Lord. It is your work. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for your work. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we ask you as we stand here and we we think about what yes. you have imparted to us, oh God. Yes, we think about our loved ones, oh God. We think about strangers. We think about the society that we're in. Yes. And we see all the death and the dying and the yes. evil and the sin, yes. oh God. And Lord, we, we, we recognize that there's a mandate yes. for yes. us to be about your business, yes. oh God. Yes. And Lord, where we feel inadequate, we give that to you. Yes, Lord. Where we feel fearful, we give that to you, oh God. Lord, we ask that you give us a fervency for the things of you. Yes. Give us a fervency for souls, oh God. Yes, Lord. Cause us to see people in a new light, oh God. Yes, Lord. Cause us to not be okay with the nothingness that people are living in, oh God. Cause us to challenge, oh God. Yes. Cause us to love on people. Yes. Even when they don't want to be loved, oh God. Yes. Lord, I pray for unsaved people right now. I pray you love them, oh God. You're standing with your arms open wide right now, oh God. I pray, oh God that you take the taste of whatever they have in their mouth, that you take the taste away. Any, any addictions, oh God, that they don't even want them anymore. Any sin that is hanging on to them, oh God, that is riding them, oh God. Any pacts that they've made with the devil. Anything that they're doing, oh God, that's separating you from them, oh God. Even to the point of them being uncomfortable in their own skin, oh God. It is just that serious, oh God. We need a powerful move, oh God. I'm asking, oh God, that you do what is necessary in the lives of our loved ones, in the lives of the people in our communities, in our churches, in our schools, oh God. In our families, oh God. That you begin to make people uncomfortable with the way they've been living, oh God. Uncomfortable with their decisions, oh God. Uncomfortable with their lack of spiritual growth, oh God. Make them uncomfortable, oh God. Make them see their need 
can defend this earth, oh God, yes. against the enemy. Yes. And I have people who need the power of the gospel. Yes. They need their lives changed. Yes. So God, 